Hi guys, welcome to Magically Millennial, a podcast about all things Disney, from parks and rides, shows, everything. Disney Plus. Disney Plus. We love to talk about Disney Plus. Yes. Did our first Disney Plus review this week. We did. I thoroughly enjoyed that. It was really good. Very. We got good reviews. People seem to really like appreciate it. Someone thought about not watching High School Musical, the musical, the series, and hopefully mm-hmm. we turned that ship around for them. Yeah, truly probably one of the jewels of Disney Plus. Yeah. And oh. I'm like... I'm not a high school musical freak. Right. I said on the post, n- never was a gleek. Mm-hmm. But I still liked it. Yeah. It's it was really a different good. tone. Yeah. It didn't feel like a cheese ball glee. No. It was a mockumentary. And even kind of had some like hints of The Office in there with Ricky's like camera looks. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was very The Office. Like, I like that. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm one of your hosts, Olivia. I'm Kendall. And before we get into our segment, there were two topics of Disney news we wanted to cover. The first one being the Lizzie McGuire scandal. Screaming. I'm screaming! Kendall, how are you handling all of that? Honestly, I took it pretty hard. Yeah? Because here's the deal. Okay, so if you don't know what happened, Hillary Duff basically posted this open letter to Disney on her Instagram saying like, Oh man, I really wanted to bring Lizzie back, but I need to be true to like we all saw ourselves saw ourselves in Lizzie as we were growing up and I want to continue that as she goes into her 30s, whatever. So basically, long story short, it was gonna be too edgy for Disney Plus. So she was begging Hulu to put it on Hulu. Right. Um and I pray that that happens. You don't seem to think it will, but No, and really the reason she's talking about Hulu is because Disney Plus option that show the spin-off of Love Simon. Did you already know about this? I heard that they took it off Disney Plus. Yes. Or they are. And um have you seen Love Simon before? Huh. Um, it's a movie that came out a little while ago about a teen who like he's in the closet and then uh-huh. like he's writing these letters and it kinda gets like, you know, like the letters get released or whatever. Um, and so it's just the fallout of that. It's a very good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that... I think the reason, though, they moved it is because Disney had a problem with it glorifying the underage drinking. And so they can't have that sh- that kind of thing on their Disney Plus platform. Um, I'm kind of surprised they moved it to Hulu. I'm not opposed to Lizzie McGuire moving. I just think they should move it to Freeform instead of to Hulu. I don't think Disney will want to get rid of Lizzie McGuire because it's such a big brand. Whereas Love, Simon, I think was, it's, I think it was a part of Fox or one of the other companies they like bought. But and didn't so, Disney buy Hulu? Um, I don't know. I think they did. Did they? Yeah. So I think that I think that's probably why she said it because okay. I think they own Hulu now. Okay. Which I would be down for because I have Hulu right. and I don't really have cable, so that might be an issue for watching it on Freeform. I just think well, you could still watch it on Hulu because Freeform shows are all on Hulu as well. Just a day later, and I don't know that I'm willing to wait 24 hours and be behind. So yeah, I think either way, I I think that if they had started with a Freeform though, it wouldn't have run into this hiccup now. I know. I'm wondering, like, how did no one foresee this happening? Because I think they probably just pitched it. Like, they pitched the show with a couple episodes. And so the more they wrote, the more Disney was uncomfortable with what they were putting out. Yeah. Um, And I get where where they're coming from in that, you know, Disney Plus is just strictly under the name Disney. And so, uh, whereas Freeform, while it's still a Disney company, you know it's going to be a little bit more mature. Mm-hmm. Whereas Disney Plus is very banking on being family friendly. So, And I would just say that the bottom line of all of it is y'all are losing money. They have to know how big of an audience that's going to be. Like the amount of people that were psyched about the Lizzie reboot, mm-hmm. I'm like, they are, they're bonkers if they don't do it. If they end up right. pulling the plug on the whole thing, that's wild. I, I won't stand for it. I yeah. can't. 
It makes me wonder, though, how edgy it was because, like, they have, like, Jeff Goldblum can be kind of edgy and then, like, Never Been Kissed is on there. And so it must have been promoting something they were really, really against because that's the only reason the Love, Simon got moved is because of the, the glorifying the underage drinking. So um, I'm just really curious. I wish I could know, like, what it was. They, like, really put their foot down on it. Yeah. Hopefully more news will come out soon. Yes. Okay, topic two. My topic two is the um, parks in China and Japan closing mm. for three weeks. Or maybe two weeks. I don't know. I think it's wild. Um, but another, I saw another Disney Instagrammer post talking about how much of a financial impact that's going to be on the parks. No doubt. No doubt. But even, like, our ones here in the States. Like, oh, And really? so nobody really knows, like... If that's going to mean prices are going to increase or prices are going to decrease. Why so, we got to pay for coronavirus in another country? <laughs> well, because um, they all like, I don't know, like the they're losing so much money. Ugh. Big whoop. That's I mean, I'm happy close. that they're valuing safety. Me too. Like, that is very but why great. why do I have to pay the price? Well, I've been taking my vitamin C and echinacea. Nobody knows it's going to happen. I just think it's absolutely wild. It's, I'm going to write a letter to someone and take a picture of all the vitamins I've been taking and say, yeah. why am I paying the, the price? The new Bob. Oh, that's another thing that, that Bob Iger stepped down, kind of. Which, question mark? What does it all mean? He, yeah. Isn't that so wild? Is that he just he's, tired? He stepped down and then a couple days later, <laughs> those parks closed. Like, well, like, okay, did something Shanghai. happen behind the scenes? Is there something that we don't know about? Um, I don't know, because he's still playing a role of being more of the creative director, so he's not totally gone. Okay. And this new Bob reports to Bob Iger. What? I know. Okay, maybe they're just like rearranging roles and changing the org chart. Yes, because I think Bob Iger really wanted to be back working with the creative side. Ugh, I don't and blame maybe him. when he was wearing that hat that he was wearing, I don't even know what his position actually is or was. He was just CEO, wasn't he? Yeah, but maybe he doesn't get to do all that. Remember when you watch Imagine, maybe not Imagineering Story, One Day at Disney, he's very hands-on. Yeah. No, I think it was Imagineering oh, it Story. Was Imagineering I think Story so. Too. Or, actually, I don't remember. But I wish they would make involved. more of those. Uh, maybe they will. Maybe they'll make a season two. I was a big fan of Imagineering Story. We should do a Disney Plus review on that as well. Oh, yeah. I had but a lot of thoughts. Actually, maybe they won't do a season two because they took us all the way up through Avenger Academy. It's not Avenger Academy, is it? It's Avengers Campus. Avengers Campus. <laughs> Academy. You can learn to be an Avenger. <laughs> Why not? Um, okay. So for today's episode, mm-hmm. this is a helpful one, hopefully. I yeah. would hope. We've shared a lot of opinions, and we also like to share tips. So if you're listening to this, and maybe you're like us, and you're balling on a budget, Always. but you still want to go on a Disney vacation, that's us, right up our alley. Um, so we want to just share a couple of tips and things that we do. Um, obviously this won't work for everybody. Maybe you're not into some of this stuff, but these are things that we do, um, that allow us to go on Disney vacations often and on a budget. We save lots of money. So Olivia, you have a list of quite a few. So we're just gonna start cranking through this list and share with you some ways that you can save money when you go to Disney. Yes. And what's really great about this list, this lifestyle is that it really embraces the vacation lifestyle. Vacation lifestyle. Yes, vacation lifestyle. Which, Kendall, would you like to define that for us before we move on? Yes, vacation lifestyle. 
It's just what it sounds like. It's a lifestyle. Um, whenever you go on vacation, it's not the time to pack peanut butter and jelly sandwiches it's to not. bring to the parks. Don't bring me almonds in a Ziploc bag. I want Disney popcorn. I want a churro. So basically, it means treating yourself when you're on vacation. We're not sitting here pinching pennies, worried about spending money on snacks. We're going to go all out because you only go on vacation once or twice a year. So you better just live it up. Right, but we found that there are ways to embrace vacation lifestyle and still not leave with thousands of dollars of debt from your vacation. Yeah, no one is trying to do that. So we find these tips helpful. Now, we have only applied these to World. We are going to land in like one week, which is so exciting. Can't wait. Can't wait. And so vacation lifestyle will still be applied, but uh, we budgeted a little bit different for this trip. So I feel like that's a disclaimer, but... This is how we do world. So our first thing we would do is we we usually don't go every day. So like if we're going down to the parks um, like for four, maybe four or five days, we're only actually the parks probably like maybe at the most three days. Yeah. Uh, because we really embrace Disney experiences that are still on property but not in the parks. Right. It's just a way to save money so you're not paying for a full day park ticket. Right. Um, and I will say like there's so many great things. We're really big fans of Hoopty Doo Review. Yes, oh more chicken, gosh. more chicken. We love hoop. So that strawberry fun. shortcake. Wow, big I fan. I mean, it's more, it's you know, more expensive, but you get unlimited food, and it's really good. Unlimited drinks, all that you want. Um, it's still you're are on Disney property, so you're still getting the Disney magic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, I don't eat fried chicken anywhere. Yeah. But that chicken at Hoop de Doo is on another level. Yeah, it's like out of this world we love a dinner show we also have been a spirit of aloha and we really like that yes one too. those noodles mm-hmm. and the bread yeah some pineapple bread i don't know it's really good so we're very team um dinner theater yeah for sure yeah. it's an easy way to save money and still feel like you're doing something disney world-esque yeah uh, but we also feel like you should embrace the Disney experiences, like just eating at resorts i think yes. when we first came uh when we drove in last year we just made sure to make a breakfast reservation at kona a polynesian yep which was fabulous and then we just walk around the tonga toast the banana macadamia nut pancakes highly recommend um another great tip is if um you go back to the polynesian around fireworks time when you go out to trader sam's you can sit outside and they play the music from it's happily ever after yeah right right now it is yeah i almost called it wishes you wish (laughs) i wish um, and so you're still getting to watch the fireworks and hear the fireworks and have your Dole Whip or whatever your treat of choice is mm-hmm. and experience some Disney magic that way. So we really like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Listen, we're scrapping for change. We yeah. really get creative <laughs> we here. We creative. Uh, and also even like going to the boardwalk and mm-hmm. going to the shops and all of the different resorts. Like spend a day doing that. If you haven't been to some of the nicer resorts like Grand Floridian mm-hmm. or uh, what am I trying to say? The Polynesian yeah. or the boardwalk or, or you know, <laughs> the contemporary uh, beach, club. beach club. Let's list all the ones we know. <laughs> Just kidding. Dad. But anyway, make it a full day. It's right. It. Right. Or you can go to my dad's favorite park, which is Disney Springs. Oh, boy. That's a, well, honestly, though, not that it's a park, but it is a fun day. My dad loves Disney Springs, but really, what is it? What does he it, love about Disney Springs? I don't know. He Well, I he thinks and I the Zara. No, it no. is a good Zara. I think and I think I agree with him that some of the best food is located in Disney Springs. Sure. Um, I don't know. You just walk around. You like you get you get Disney, but like it's just the sprinkles atm yeah i we don't have know. those in dallas it's very but chill people really freak out about that atm 
Yeah, we actually got sprinkles when we were there last because they had a gingerbread cupcake. Oh, yeah. So it's pretty good. Very mm-hmm. cute. Yeah. Um, I ate – what is the Asian restaurant that's there? I think it might uh, be Mar- Japanese. Morimoto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I went there last time I was in Disney. Very good. Highly recommend. And that pizza place we went to. Yes. Uh, what was Blaze. It yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I would love – I've heard really good things about um, – I think it's – wine bar george or something i think the name is something like that i've heard good things about that i've heard the second best burger on property is at the boathouse there in springs okay so i know you can like rent boats out there too mm-hmm. you can go see a movie you can go bowling there's like lots of different stuff that you could yeah. do to just make it a full fun day without having to actually be in a park right and what's great is actually when we went to hoop we spent the day at Springs, and you can catch the Disney transportation buses, and it took us to Hoop and then back. So you can, yep. we just left our car park there. Yep. So Perfect day. Yeah. Loved it. Next up. Next up, well, we kind of touched on Disney Springs already. You really can make D- Disney Springs a full day. Oh, and go to Animal Kingdom Lodge. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was thinking about one more resort. Go look at the animals. They have, like, live animals there just to hop yeah. back to the resort hopping one. It's very fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the next one was Disney Springs full day, but we kind of blended those together just because it it's a Disney experience, Disney yeah. Springs. I feel like you have to go when you go down. Yeah, it's worth it. It's worth it. So, we also talked a little bit about this, but dining at a resort, um, other than, like, a dinner theater, like, actually dining at a resort, like, Mm -hmm. um, embracing, like, brunch at resorts, we've done that before, the one at the Grand Floridian, I really liked that one, just at their generic restaurant there. Yeah, it was great. It was so good. We had breakfast there, I think. Um, and then also the character dining uh, on, I'm sorry, character dining at the hotels mm-hmm. is top Oh, Hannah. I like character dining at the resorts better than I do actually on property. I Have think. you been to Chef Mickey's? I mean, I guess it's on property, but I like character dining in the resorts better yeah. than in the parks. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. I want to go to Chef Mickey's. I've never been. I went when I was really little. <gasps> is it cool? Yes. And you just went to the Tangled Yes, deal. I did. I went to the Tangled one. The Bon um, Voyage. Yes, at Boardwalk. That was really great. Okay. I've always wanted to go to Ohana with Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. Well, I actually think it's just Stitch, but then I think Pluto's there and he wears his little lay, and I think that's really sweet. Okay, what is the one that is in the Grand Floridian mm-hmm. that is like Cinderella? Oh, 1900 Park Fair. I have I've been, been there. It was really nice. I've been to the 1900 Park Fair breakfast. So at the breakfast, it's just British characters. So like Alice and Mad Hatter comes oh, out and Mary cute. Poppins. All Winnie the Pooh and Alice friends come. Then at dinner, it turns into Cinderella. That's what I did. I did the yeah. dinner one. That's whenever I went with a friend, not on my own dime. Just mm-hmm. mind you, because I'm sure that's probably pretty expensive. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's about the same as like... I think it's comparable to going to Hoop. I mean, it's okay. going to cost you probably around $60 a person. When you think about going to a park, it can cost you $150. And then you buy all the food in the parks right. and stuff like that. Yeah, so, it does save you money. It just saves you money. It lets you have a little taste of Disney without, you know, a $300, $300 out of your pocket. And you get to go look at Fort Wilderness because I would never stay there for my or trip in a thousand is. years. Fort Wilderness I'm is just probably one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, Hoop do you do. Hoopty-Doo is great. It's would you stay at Fort Wilderness? I would. You would camp? No. I, I can't. Whichever one is the actual resort. Like there's oh, the Wilderness. Oh, that's a Wilderness, Wilderness Lodge. Lodge. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. I've stayed there. They have a Snow White um, character dining experience yes. there, and I really want to go. It's newish, right? Yeah. Like I last really year? I really want to go. It looks awesome. We should do that next time we go. 
I also learned from another podcast that some of the best character experiences, I think, in dining is at the Four Seasons out there, which nobody goes to. Well, yeah, I don't know I mean, a lot no. of people go there. But I, I haven't heard been it's in there. it's really, really great. And they said that this podcast I was listening to says that you they you do have to pay to valet, but if you're eating there, they, you know, they... They'll validate it? Yeah. Oh, great cool, tip. Huh? I know. Yes. Something new for us to try. Love. Okay, what's next? Next up is... If you are going to the park and you're not going to be there, like if you're there for five days and you're only going for three, it is imperative that you go rope drop to close in our yes. opinion. Yes. Yes. In our opinion. Yes. You want to use every single minute that you have. Mm-hmm. Get your money's worth. You might be tired, but just think. Like, I paid $150 to come on this vacation. I'm going to soak it up. Right. Ride everything you can. See all the shows you can. Parades are a must. Fireworks are a must. This is not a day for naps. No, no. Unless you bring like a toddler, but then you need to allot that time and like spend more days in the parks if you're going to take breaks during the day. And I get it can be a lot, you know, like it's a lot rope drop to close. Like I I get it. We say this in our 20s. Who knows what we're going to say whenever we're older. And I will say that I, when I went to World at Christmas time, I couldn't make it rope drop to close just because there were so many people. It was it was too much. I was exhausted. Really? Yeah, but um, just like a like when we go like around other than Christmas time because Christmas time is just a wild time. Yeah, definitely rope drop to close. Okay. Yeah. Yep, I agree. I concur. Another should I talk about the photo thing here? Yeah. Okay. So one other tip that we have, and this is different in land versus world. Mm-hmm. Um, so at Disney World, I would just say. If you're balling on a budget, don't feel like you have to buy the photo pass. Right. Cast members will take photos with your phone. So don't feel the pressure to like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to have any memories if I don't buy this $120 photo pass. Um, at land, you get photos and fast passes with the max pass. Mm-hmm. Um, that's only $20 a day. Yeah. So we think that's worth it. Um mm-hmm. But at World, I understand that that can be a lot of money. I really only get the photo pass when I'm with my mom because my mom springs for the mems. Vacation lifestyle. Yeah. Um, and the cast members who will take the photo, specifically the photo pa- – well, any cast member will. But, like, you see the photo pass people with their, their cameras and you think, oh, I can't ask them to use my phone. But they're totally cool with using your phone. And sometimes they're cool with just using your phone. Yeah. Um, so I'm really very grateful for the PhotoPass cast members. It's just very nice. Just for people to not have to feel the pressure, people of all economic standings come through, you can't just expect everybody to buy the PhotoPass. So. Well, and it's also very awkward sometimes when you want a group picture, but you're like, who do I flag down? And yes. just like the fact that those PhotoPass people are everywhere is very helpful. So yeah, don't feel like you need to buy the PhotoPass, except for if you're at World. Land... We're for Max Pass. Spring for it. We plan on doing the Max Pass. Yeah. If so. we change our mind, we'll let you know. Yeah. But I don't foresee that. Don't Anyways. Foresee that. Okay. Next up. Um, next up is, and this is controversial, mm. I, not for us, but I think other people will, oh, I know which will be controversial. Um, if you're only there for three days, do not park hot. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. It's not So much pressure. It. It's so much pressure. Don't do it to yourself. Because I know what you're thinking. I can hear you thinking. But Olivia, there is like four parks. I get it. You're just going to have to not go to one. Because yeah, you lose so much time doing that. You can't get fast passes for another park. If, yeah. So like whatever park you start with, 
until your fast passes are gone, then, I mean, you're stuck with that. And so... So, like, if you wanted to split the day between... So, most people like to split the day between Hollywood Studios and Epcot. So, say you get your first fast pass for Hollywood Studios, like, that's it. You're not getting fast passes for Epcot. So, it's just, like, not the wisest use of your time. I think if you're just into seeing the sights, if that's your goal of your trip, you do you, boo. But if you want to, like, get the most bang for your buck, we don't recommend park hopping. We don't recommend park hopping. And they're more expensive. The tickets are more expensive. They are more expensive. And you're just not going – it's so hard, I feel like, to be fully present when you're Mm -hmm. focused on park hopping. And you're thinking, i got to hit a reservation over in this park at this time. Yeah. If you're an annual pass holder, obviously that isn't for you. But if you're already an annual pass holder, then you're not really concerned with falling on a budget. I agree. But, yeah, we're not for it. Um, well, no. I used to be. Like, I think I think it was just from going multiple times and feeling the pain of, man, I, I paid so much money for these park hopper tickets. And maybe I decided to not even park hop that day or whatever because I just didn't go with a plan. I think mm-hmm. whenever people talk about, man, I'm so tired from my Disney vacation, I'm like, well, you didn't really plan that well. You, I mean, you have to go with a plan. If you don't go with a right. plan, you're going to waste time. You're going to waste money. It's just not smart yeah and so that's a great point i do think one of the best ways to disney on a budget is you need to plan in advance which totally. you want to do that genie app is gonna make it so easy yes when does it come I this year know. right i think so yeah oh i can't wait like we've already planned for our trip next week like what park we're going to each day where our reservations are yeah uh what day we're gonna do the parade and what day we're gonna do um frozen like it just what day we're gonna try to get on rise of the resistance yeah what day we're gonna try to get on rise like it just is one of those things where you're gonna end up wasting time and money um if you don't go in with a plan spend the time up front yeah cool yeah so, another thing, this is something we learned from another cast member when we went last time, is pay attention to early magic hour days if you're not staying on property. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to want to hit parks that don't have EMH hours. Because if, you don't, if you're not familiar with early magic hours, it's for if you're staying on resort property. So, if you're staying at one of the Disney hotels, it's early magic hour day. Extra magic hours. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, extra magic hours. Yeah. You get to... Um, be at the park like a whole hour or so early before Mm -hmm. they officially open it so we learned if you're only here for a limited time make sure your park doesn't have those extra magic hours because by the time you officially can get in there if you're not staying on property which we never do really stay on property um only when i'm with my mom yeah (laughs) um people have already been there for an hour so like the lines are already long like right you don't it's not it's you don't have a fair shot on those days sure but if we're playing the game right now we're playing the game of balling on a budget Mm -hmm. but if we were to play the game of dream life i Mm -hmm. 100 say stay on property do extra magic hours plan your trip around that that's like in a dream world if you're going with family and maybe Mm -hmm. you're not the one paying maybe you're just benefiting from a trip right definitely do that yeah but that was a good little tip, just thinking yeah. about the park is already crowded like it would be midday on a normal day. Right. I mean, staying on property is always the easiest thing to do and because Disney's made it most totally. advantageous for Customer you to stay on property. Customer service is like seamless. It's right. wild. But um, if you're not, which most people I think don't stay on property, um, watch those EMH days. And you can see all that in the app. So, also, utilize your app. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't have the My Disney Experience app, 
you um, must. You're behind. And yeah. what is so sad is when I was at Disney last, um, we were these people, this couple behind us in line, were like they didn't have that app till that moment we were already in line for Ariel's Grotto and it was like like 2 p.m. Oh no. So like they had no fast passes, they didn't know where anything was and it's one of those things where you need that app in advance. Like I think we keep it on our phones all the time. Do oh, I have Oh yeah, yeah, I have Land and World always. Always. So. Uh I think this is a note for Disney for all you Disney CEOs that are listening. Yeah. They should just put that in an email. Like, after people buy their tickets and book their reservations, they need to send, like, tips for making your trip the most, like, the best experience they possible. They do. Like, and people web- just ignore it. Yeah, and their website's very thorough, and it talks about all that stuff. But just think if you're, like, coming from out of town and you're just going to buy the tickets when you show up. Like, that's one of those things where I, I feel like Disney can be stressful if you don't plan. Oh, it's- totally. And... Even my mom commented on that last time. Like, all these people are just so sharp with their families and getting frustrated because just imagine if you were to be dropped into Disney with no know-how of how it runs, I can't imagine it would be very stressful. There's just so many moving parts. It's a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, tell everyone you know. Use the app. Use the app. It's Um, worth it. Even for mobile ordering. Jeez Louise, it's 2020. Yes, for mobile ordering and look at those EMH days. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the next one is if you're going to, this is talking about food, since you kind of talked about mobile ordering Mm -hmm. anyways. Um, If you're at a quick service, especially at Magic Kingdom specifically, um, a lot of times ordering off the kids menu is going to be the same quality of food you're going to get from an adult order, but at a more reasonable portion size. Like the portion that an American probably should be eating. Yeah. So like at at Pico's Bill. Which Pecos is, Bill. Yeah. Pecos. It's the star. This, our the favorite. star. We love Pecos Bills. Um, you can get a kid's nacho for like $8. It's the same nachos that you get for like It's cheese and meat, people. Yeah. It's cheese and meat. But you also get water, cuties, like the little oranges, and applesauce, and you get all that for $8, and it's what such a, a treat. Steal. And then you go to like the little bar that has like pico and salsa and all the other yeah. stuff. If you want to put that on there. I think load them up, baby. Even at Skipper's Canteen, I've ordered off oh. the kids' menu there. Yes, because they're okay. That leads me to my point on that. Portions in Disney are big, huge. And okay, so here is my word for you on this. Um, if you know that you're gonna get snacks throughout the day, whenever you go to like a big meal, if you go do a sit down meal or something, split it. You don't have to like. You're not gonna finish a full portion anyways, unless you're just like a big burly man who's a growing boy. But mm-hmm. most of you who are listening to this probably don't fall in that category. Right. So um, I would say split meals. Yes. You're gonna snack anyways. You're gonna snack anyways. And she's right. The portions are humongous. Yep. Save those um, dollars. Save the dollars. And then another one is there are so many great um, sit-down restaurants at Disney. So many. Um, our kind of words of wisdom about that is pick one mm-hmm. a day. Mm-hmm. Um, every meal doesn't need to be a sit-down table service. No. Because honestly, here's the deal. People get really worked up about sit-downs and they feel like everyone is a really submersive experience that they need to hit. And let us just tell you, we've been to most of them. Mm -hmm. And not all of them are like a really special experience that I would give up an hour in the park for. You know, does that make sense? Like primetime, I'm always going to go to primetime. Love it. Live for it. Um, I would say Be Our Guest is probably a submersive experience. Mm -hmm. But like Tony's, 
it's no, not Tony's. No an way. experience. I mean, at Magic Kingdom, if you're going to do a sit down, you do Be Our Guest or Skipper's Canteen. Yeah. I mean, that's In Skipper's it. Canteen, I would say for lunch. I wouldn't yeah. even say for dinner. Right. Those would be the only two sit downs I would even recommend at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Um, so, anyhow, it's just not worth it to take that time an hour or more out of your day to do that. Right. Now, at Epcot, I'm going to that new restaurant. Right. I mean, I was even just thinking that. Epcot has a lot of sit-down restaurants, but I still think I would stick with one. Like, just stick with one, sit down a day. I mean, if you're really trying to ball on that budget, Mm -hmm. um, because there's so many kind of snacky things, so many quick service options, you still – it's vacation lifestyle. So you still want the experience of a sit-down restaurant, Mm -hmm. um, but one a day is going to be the best best kind of deal for you. Agreed. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. Yeah. Cool. All right. Next one is our popcorn bucket hack. Tell us. So, I don't know. Do they Share have the wealth? Do they have the reusable buckets at land? Yes. So the reusable buckets are those ten. I think actually they're twelve dollars now. Okay. Um, they're the twelve. China. <laughs> yeah. Jacking up our prices. They're the twelve dollars reusable buckets, not the twenty-five dollar ones. But if you have one of those, great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's get that at the beginning of your trip. Have your one of your friends or your dad? I saw so many dads who know clipping the it onto their pack. cargo shorts. Yeah, you clip it onto your backpack, and then you just keep it. the The bucket will be good at all the parks all week, and so you can refill it for like two bucks. And it's a great snack hack. Yeah, snack hack. Snack hacks. Snack hacks. Love that. Uh, and always get the popcorn. Yeah, always. You need to be no eating that bucket at least twice get a day. That popcorn. Yeah, no reason. Okay, love that hack. Um, the last one that I have is to fast pass wisely and early. Mm-hmm. Tell us, elaborate. So, um, if you're staying on property, I want to say I think you can fast pass like 120 days out. I yeah, think. you can. Okay. Um, do that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like get up at they five. Go get up at 5 a.m. that 120 days out and fast pass immediately. If you're not staying on property, I think it's half the time, so it's 60 days out. And I remember I got up at 5 in the morning to set fast passes, and they're already – so many were already gone. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you need to fast pass in advance. That's, again, have the app. You have to have the app to do that. Yeah. And then fast pass wisely. Do not waste your fast passes on shows if you can help it. Don't do you'll, it. That's such yeah. a noob move. You'll get in. Do not fast pass parade seating. No. Come on. Just no. show up 30 minutes early. Rookie mistake. Yeah. Um, don't fast pass, like, anything where you can just, like, like laugh floor. Anything you can pretty much walk on to. Just, you need to if do you're the big gonna, stuff. Yeah. If you're going to wait, like, 20, 30 minutes or less for something, don't, don't fast pass. pass it. It's just not smart. You want to do, like, the Seven Dwarfs Mind Train. Mm-hmm. Um, what it like Epcot? Frozen? If you can get Frozen Ever After, get that's frozen. a fast pass Over that you everything want. else. Yeah. I agree. A uh, rock and roller coaster, that wait is nasty if you have to wait. Yeah, and the queue is horrible. Right. So we're like Tower of Terror is a little more enjoyable. That queue is a little more enjoyable, mm-hmm. minuscule, whatever. But yeah, rock and roller coaster, rough. I will say we've waited in the queue for both, for rock and roller coaster and Tower of Terror in the humidity of Florida and there is more shade in Tower of Terror wait yeah. than rock and roller, roller coaster. coaster. Fussy girl. Right. And even though Rock and Roller Coaster is so shaded, it's still so much hotter because of all the cement. Okay. And I hate to bring it up every time, but it feels like a Six Flags Over Texas wait. <laughs> it's horrible. 
horrible. There's, yeah, nothing to ease that weight. I just think that it's so hard to get good fast passes at studios because you can only pick one, like, they have... There's only a few big rides, yeah. Yeah, there's only a few big rides, and you're only allowed to fast pass one of them. Yep. So it's kind of like, what do you choose? Well, you should choose Rock and Roller Coaster. I know. The tiered fast passes are really killing me. Yeah. Granted, the tiers were my idea. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, I'm regretting it in hindsight. Yeah. yeah. Um, Magic Kingdom, if you're going to fast pass, I mean, you need to do Peter Pan or Space Mountain. Never wait in the Space Mountain standby queue. That's another one that no, is just and I not also, worth it. Yeah, I agree. And Big Thunder Mountain as well, I would say. Yeah. But I mean, the Space Mountain queue is killer. You're just standing in that black line forever. Yeah. You'll get sleepy big time. Yeah. And it Not can, enjoyable. Man. Really put a damper on the day. It, I can't even imagine. Like every time, we always get a face, not a face pass, a fast pass for <laughs> Space Mountain. And every time I walk by all those people, I feel very powerful. And then Duh. I feel so sad Marching for through the fast yeah. pass line. See you're, like, up. you're like pumping up as yep. you're walking up that hill. Yep. yep. Oh my gosh, I feel so bad for those people though. Me too. Not uh, bad enough to give them my fast pass, but they need to get the app. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you have any more? I have two no. just little like one off things that yes, I think please. about sometimes. So the first one being just spend smart. So like you go into Emporium, right. You see every Disney souvenir that mm-hmm. there is to have. I would just say, like, utilize your self-control. That's probably not the thing to have vacation lifestyle on. Vacation lifestyle is more for experiences. For souvenirs, just think, will I use this whenever I get back to real life? Once I'm out of the Disney bubble, will I wear this? Will I use this? Mm -hmm. What am I going to do with this? Am I going to throw it away? Um, So, like, mugs are always good if you're into that kind of thing. You're going to use it when you get home ears you'll wear again whenever you go to the parks just make sure Mm -hmm. it's like a staple not something crazy that's gonna go out or like honestly this might be triggering but the birthday ears I'm like you're not gonna go every year on your birthday why are you gonna spend all that money unless someone buys them for you as a gift but I'd rather ask for something else um so anyways just spend smart Mm -hmm. don't buy something that you're gonna wear the one time um and then another just like money saving deal buy your things like ponchos um water bottles even just stuff like that buy that early before you get to the parks because a poncho like on amazon you're going to spend like five bucks yeah in the park it's going to be 18 20 dollars so i know that's like nickel and diming but it adds up throughout the week that you're there so yeah and here's how we we don't bring snacks but like i will bring a reusable water bottle because then and I that's can, just waste then i can always have it you know what i mean yeah and like we saw oh sorry it's okay. We saw it might <laughs> rain, so we already are bringing rain gear because you don't want to be, like, caught without it, but also they will – It's just They're going to upcharge you. I mean, I get it. I would totally do that if I was running a business. Yeah. Their ponchos are nice, but not $20 worth. I remember when we went to um, World Me and My Family – a couple years ago and it was so cold that day they were just selling like the gloves like cast members could wear like the same brands that they would get mm-hmm. and they ran out so they just started telling people they could buy socks to wear on their hands <gasps> and my dad those did were that. rough times your yeah. dad bought the socks <laughs> yeah he fell for it he fell for that's it that's eerie he was really cold wow he must have been um okay so those are our tips on how those to do disney on a budget and honestly I would say most of the time you should do it on a budget or else yeah. you're going to be spending thousands of doll hairs 
And yes. I'm not here for that. I don't have thousands of dollars to spend. No, if I'm going to spend money, it's going to be on treats, you know? Wow. Or an experience. Or an experience. Something We're that I'll big remember forever. Um, I will say, I would like to put this out to the new Bob that I don't understand why land is the only place with this thing we discovered called the Sip and Saver Pass because that oh, yeah. seems like a ball and on a budget staple. Yeah. Like Explain that. what it is. So we just found out about this, and I'm sure all you people who are land regulars are f- know all about it. Oh, this leads me to my, <laughs> my strong – because they have it for the – Festival, they have it. No, they have it for the food and wine, right? Isn't and that what it's for? And they just have it for lunar, the Lunar New Year as well. Okay. Yes. So anytime yes. they have any big festivals, it's like between forty to fifty dollars. You pay like a flat fee, and you get a little lanyard, and like you can tear off, and then you like can get eight things from select stands. It's like little tear off tabs. Yeah, yeah, like from select stands. But I assume it's probably a lot of places where people wouldn't buy it, and like. Epcot does so many festivals. I don't understand why they wouldn't do something like that. At Epcot. Totally. It just makes sense. But go ahead. Please tell us how you felt about Festival of the Arts. (laughs) Y'all, I'm just shook. I was scrolling through Instagram, Mm -hmm. just looking, and over and over in the feed, I kept seeing capital, all caps, farts. (laughs) And I was like, oh my gosh, they're using that as an acronym. But someone tell me who said that was okay. Who put the stamp of approval and said, yep, we're going to call that farts. For some background, Epcot just had a festival of the arts. That's what she's referring to. And they're calling it farts. Yeah. Now they're doing flower Spread it around like wildfire. So, yeah. She's not a fan of the farts acronym. I mean, did Someone typed call it? that. Someone typed it and said, okay, caption looks great. Post. I Wild. just bought from a... Disney Small Shop, and that was their discount code. Farts? Farts 20. (laughs) (laughs) So. Y'all, I can't, and maybe I'm a 12-year-old, but I would never. I just want to know, do you think, like, they specifically told cast members, please don't call it farts, like, (laughs) when you're referring to it on property? Surely they had to. They had to have. Because it is not cute. of the arts. It doesn't make me want to go, hey, come to farts with me. No, I'd rather not. (laughs) I'll stay home. (laughs) (laughs) No, it doesn't feel like that. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I was just so shook by that this week. I sent Olivia a couple of screenshots of it because I just couldn't believe that that was a thing. So long, farts. Bye, farts. It's been real. (laughs) Silent but deadly, you gone. Um, Okay, so anyways, we're going to a corner. Not the Imagineer corner this time. We have a different corner. Um, This time, we are doing a short little deal. We're using our creative juices. It's similar to an Imagineering corner, but a little different. Um, This is like build your own park like your own your own uh if you were to somewhere in the world you get to pick the location and the theme of a brand new disney theme park what would it be right okay but you told me just a precursor mine seems a little lackluster olivia told me all i needed was the location and the theme yeah but it sounds to me like you've dug dug a little deeper i i don't think so (laughs) if you have merch or entertainment i'm gonna lose it that's a different podcast okay i promise i don't have that Okay, uh, you go first. Okay, so. Drum roll. <laughs> Tell us. Mine is, hold on, let me turn the page of my I'm podcast journal. scared. Mine's going to be so lame compared to yours. I already know it. Is my Disney park that is going to be located in Texas. Oh. I know, because Texas is a lot of space. I okay. used to think it's going it, to replace Six Flags. Right. I used to think it was the second biggest state, which is embarrassing. Because Wait, it's what not. is? California. Well, what's the first biggest? Alaska. 
Oh, wow. So we're the third? I hope so. I think we are. Okay. We've got to be. That or Montana? Or Montana. No, we're bigger than Montana. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, Clearly, anyways, I, we were the second I don't biggest. really know my states. I couldn't so, label a map if you put it in front of me. A lot of people can't. I think there's BuzzFeed videos about that. Anyways, I digress. So it would be located in Texas, okay. near Houston, but like not close enough to Houston that... NASA? Yeah, around NASA, but not close enough that it be part of all the flooding. And I would call it Disney Planet. So okay. there's Disney World, Disneyland, on Disney Planet. And it would be um, Tomorrowland meets Epcot themed. Interesting. So we can bring back some, like, let's bring in some Atlantis and let's bring in some futuristic stuff. So the whole park was focused on science in the future. So I guess like Epcot, but more spacey, space themed. Okay, I love that. Thanks. Um, mine's going to be very more, uh, very more. Mine's going to be <laughs> much more uh, niche. Okay. Mostly just for me. Okay. I, I think I'd be the only paying customer on my part. <laughs> okay. So mine, the only place it feels natural is to be in Hollywood. Okay. okay. So take yourself there. All right. Envision yourself. You're in yeah. Hollywood. I'm there. And you're going to this Disney park. I can see it in my mind. And it's all decom themed. I knew I was going to guess it was a Disney okay, listen. Channel themed. Okay, but you have to listen to all the different um, lands. So okay. there'd be different sections. It's a big gap in the parks, obviously. You weren't supposed to decoms. plan more than a theme and a location. I know, but I couldn't help it. Okay. This is just ex- justified because I thought you were going to have more pushback on this idea. I don't think it's a marketable idea, but it was your idea. I told you it's very niche. Okay. Bob, but just in my new own Bob world, is never going to go for this. I'm not going to pitch this to him. I have bigger ideas to pitch to him. Bob Iger might hear you out a little bit, like a summer special. He's creative. Um, oh, like a pop-up. Oh, my gosh. Maybe this should be a pop-up park. They could be like a Disney night. <gasps> like, you know how they did, they're doing Pixar night, I think, next week? I'm shook. Okay. We'd have like Call a... Call new Bob right now. Okay, listen. So it would be like, there'd be um, a futuristic land that would mm-hmm. be like Xenon themed. It would okay. be like the spaceship. Like Tomorrowland. Totally. Um, then there would be like a <laughs> sports themed section that would have Alley Cat Strike. It would have Brink. It would have Motocross. It would have Look at the Irish. Um, and then we would have a Halloween town, obviously. obviously. Um, there could be a whole high school musical section. But I thought mm-hmm. that there should be a musical land like all in its own. Where you could have Camp Rock, you would have High School Musical, you would have Lemonade Mouth, you would have um, some of those things. Cheetah Girls, Descendants Land would have to be its own thing because apparently it's a big deal. Oh, I just watched the third one. Um, And then I thought it would be cool to have the Megaplex there that you could watch like sneak previews of new DCOMs coming up in the Megaplex. Yeah. But you're really relying on people having seen it, but you said it was niche. I told you it was niche. Yeah. It had to be a pop-up. Right. But I'm just saying, I'm really looking for something like that. And um, I do think that would be a great theme night, a decom theme night. Well, yeah, it's just a gap. They mm-hmm. don't have anything decom except for Descendants. And I'm like, yeah, that fits one market. But what about everyone else? Yeah. Cadet Kelly, have an yeah. obstacle course. <laughs> something. <laughs> something. <laughs> something for us. Something. Get a clue. Have a spy shop. Well, they did have the 90s night last year at Land. Yeah. Powerline, I think. Maybe not Powerline. Max as Powerline came out. Man. I'm really grateful for that, and I wish I could have gone, but mm-hmm. I do think it would be a fun thing. Yeah, a decom night. You'd have fun there. Don't yeah, lie. Yeah, I would. I didn't say You'd have, have a good fun. time. I'd have a good time. You would. So anyways. Um, we'll pitch it to new Bob and maybe old Bob. Maybe they should do little pop-up parks. Maybe that's an idea. 
Um, I still sometimes think about how they almost open a park by Washington, D.C. I, I wouldn't go there. <laughs> yes, you would. I don't know. At least once. I have no desire in my heart to go to Washington, D.C. ever. Oh, Whenever people so take their fun. family vacations there. I took a family vacation there. It's was it fun? Time. Was yeah, it actually I did fun? enjoy it. We went to the White House. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Just not interested. I'd rather go to Hawaii, Europe. Yeah, or Disney. Or Disney. Her, those are her three. I'm a low maintenance girl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> any of those, I'd be fine. Yeah, come on, there. Let's hit Disneyland Paris. Why not? Um. So, anyways, those are our thoughts for this episode. Yeah, I hope it's helpful for people. I hope it's helpful. It definitely wasn't. We didn't have as many jokes this time, but I feel like we had a lot of good information. Totally. Yeah, and we had to learn these. It was hard to learn some of these. Yeah, we had to go it was. a bunch of times to figure the it park out. Park hopping. That's rough. Yeah. Like, gotta learn the hard way. Yes. Because I see so many shirts, like, on small businesses, like, four parks one day. I'm like, no. I'm not yeah. interested. Yeah. Not going. Like, four hours of your day would be traveling to those parks. Yeah, it's a lot. It's just not mm-hmm. worth it. Mm-hmm. It's just not worth it. So, anyways. Yes. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Yeah, thank you. We have so much fun doing it. We're so glad that you listen. Um, and we leave for Disneyland in seven days. Woo-hoo! Seven days. I can't wait to be in Disneyland. Wow. That was a jingle we just made up. Yeah, we're pretty good. <laughs> Free flowing. Uh, we're going to California Adventure. Mm-hmm. We're going to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carly and I, my roommate and I, are going to go to Universal one day. And we're then, just hitting it all. Yeah, Michaela and I will be at DCA another day. Yes. So if you guys want to hang out, please hang out. We're going to be there. Why We're not? We're going to be there. Um, We're a good time. We, yeah. We already booked a reservation to Blue Bayou. That is our real vacation lifestyle moment. Okay. Yeah. A little pricey. But number one, I hope, I think we're getting a discount somehow. And then number two, the Pirates of the Caribbean boats go through there. Yeah. How can we not it. go? And we did get a reservation at Lamplight Lounge. So we're excited. Lamplight is cool as heck. I can't wait. I'm a big can't fan of wait. that. And maybe some beignets. And we're going to definitely be getting that sip and savor pass yeah but Make we're not going to farts i'm never going to farts yeah right uh, anyhow we'll see we'll see about that hey follow us on instagram at magically millennial podcast we are over there posting all the memes right all of our opinions on disney plus shows reviews yes everything we also love um to get messages from you guys it's we true love to hear that we it's have so it. encouraging yeah. whenever people say they love listening to the podcast and they wait for new episodes that's really exciting we love a compliment true also <laughs> i'll um, take them any day of the week <laughs> we have a spotify uh playlist we didn't really sing a lot of songs this week just but the a lot jingle of times, I made up. yeah it's just a jingle um but a lot of times we do sing on the podcast so all those songs we sing we'll put there in case you want to relive it bangers only mm-hmm the deep cuts. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, guys, we love you. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. See you real soon. Bye. Bye.